This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're good? Yeah. What's up, guys? D-Line here. I'm here to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, I'm looking at the Denver Broncos. Thinking uh, first half, the over 10 and a half points. Why? That's two scoring drives. Why? Drew Locke, not a lot of pressure. He's gonna go out there and ball. He's gonna absolutely ball. He's gonna make everything more confusing. You know, Broncos country going at each other back and forth because Drew Locke is gonna look so good in this game that because the game itself does not matter. Unfortunately, that's where we're at. We are at with Drew Locke. Doesn't come up in the clutch, but he's great, and it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter this Sunday. Bet the over. Ten and a half points first quarter. First half. That's good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> what a shit show. <laughs> I mean, I, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, what's up, everybody? Welcome into a Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry, Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, indeed. I've never 30, felt better. 30 more, well, 30, 30 more minutes left of Christmas here in the uh, Mile High City. Um, a loser's lounge, nonetheless. Festivus couldn't uh, prevent it from being a loser's lounge. Uh, I'm Adam Matas. I'm joined by some esteemed colleagues seated over there with a beautiful, um, what would you call that? Necklace? Necklace, I guess. <laughs> I would call well, it a necklace. necklace. Yes, <laughs> necklace. <laughs> Superstar Dev. Dev, how you, how, how you feeling on this, this Christmas, man? Uh, it was a great day. Uh, it, it, it's a bummer that it had to end the way that it did, but it, it was... It was a good day for me. <laughs> good day. I'm glad to hear that. It warms my soul. Uh, Eric, good day for you as well? Uh, I had a pretty like uh, average day. It was good in the sense that I didn't uh, like have to drive up and down the front range to go to various Christmas celebrations. So That was nice. That was I, really nice. I napped. I got prepared for a Nuggets game, and I got... Uh, disappointed in a way that I, i'm hoping i hope i'm hoping the nuggets game doesn't come up during this uh this lounge because it's, it's a little bit of a bummer uh brendan vote not with us today um apparently his dog is shitting everywhere that's what, that's what he said so uh, really Actually, he just said this is dog shit and then left oh that maybe that's what it was yeah you're right but Very we do confused. we we do have a, a great replacement here uh it's rk from dnvr broncos losingsburg yeah. losingsburg <laughs> doesn't have the same ring does it does it does he's not. in the building it doesn't. Um, so, all right. Well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. The Nuggets start 0-2. And this is a little bit unfamiliar territory because for the last several years, even before the playoff years, Nuggets have had good starts. Yeah, They seem to be. I mean, we talk about continuity, right? They always have continuity. They get out the gate um, fast, and it, it, it serves them well. You get a lot of roster turnover. I'm not trying to – maybe there's correlation here. Maybe there's not, although the, we're going to talk about why maybe there is correlation to this. You get a couple new bodies in there. You get a couple main pieces. Michael Porter in particular is new. you got to work some things out. 0-2. Oh, Drop that Kings game. That was the real bummer. Tonight's game, maybe a little bit more expected or, or understandable. Um, but I'm going to start with you, Dev. Like I always do. What is What is your biggest takeaway from watching this game? 
it had to be the maybe the first half. Uh, there's a lot. There's so many things to talk about from this game. I think the biggest thing had to be the three point defense in the first half. Uh, not only were they they not ma not making threes, they weren't defending them at all. So three pointers actually had to be the the takeaway for me. They they just couldn't get anything to fall while giving up everything. Yeah, lost the Clippers went on a huge run in the first half, and it was all from the three point line. On top of not making anything, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Eric? The three pointers, by the way, absolutely ridiculous. Denver eleven of thirty six. That's thirty percent. Uh, you go over to uh, the Clippers, they go 19 of 38. That is 50%. In addition quite to... Quite literally the difference. In the yeah, but quite literally a difference, but it's better volume, it's better percentages, it's better everything. And I thought Denver got good looks tonight, but, you know, the Clippers got great looks. Yeah, I think that the for me, is it was just such a joyless expression of basketball in the first half. Man, like it, it just really took, was. It oh took so long for the Nuggets as a unit to sort of wake up. I mean, Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. came out firing. <laughs> And nobody else was even like present. Like Jamal Murray showed up at the end, um, but he was just like so deeply absent for the first part of the game. And you know when the Nuggets started to get intense and start to play like the way that we know they can, like the game was out of hand. It was sort of like, yeah. what are we doing? So just the Nuggets not being engaged was my, my biggest takeaway. It did feel disengaged. It reminds me a little bit of game three, of course, the maybe the most depressing moment of this era of Nuggets basketball game three against Utah last year, that yep. same level of like, what is going on where you're watching this team and you're like, I know they're not this bad, but what, what's going on? What's missing? Um, Losersburg. What is a, what, what, what's your big takeaway from watching this? Losersburg. I know, Losers and Losingsburg. It's, it's Losingsburg. <laughs> Losersburg is much, much more costly. Uh, that's, like, that's like a personal yeah. attack. Yeah. I didn't Actually, lose. Losersburg. Uh, to me, it's this team will go as Jamal Murray will go. Man, kind of feels that way. And, you know, when they were coming back against the Clippers or they were coming back against the Jazz, there's a common thread there. And it was Jamal Murray – you know, going yeah. crazy. And you don't need him to go crazy every night. No. But you need his baseline to be a lot higher than obviously where it was in the Kings game and where it was for the first, what, you know, 40 minutes of this game or so. Yeah. Um. So, to me, that that's the big takeaway is, you know, we were joking. You, you can't have a two-man game with one man. Right. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, uh, true. he's going, like, literally crazy, like bipolar. Right. You had, you know, <laughs> yeah. you talked about a potential big three of Nicola, Jamal, and MPJ. And so far, it's been a big one. Yeah. And Jokic tonight, like, he puts up the stat line 24 points, nine rebounds, 10 assists, seven of 13. Like, it continues. His shots he missed basically he was one of four from three. So from two, he only missed one other. He's incredible stat line again. Um, minus 20, team worst minus 20. <laughs> and, like, I know you look at that and it's like, well, but part of it does feel like, you mentioned the team goes as Jamal goes. And I feel like part of this is that Jokic has sort of achieved a certain baseline, right? Like he just tonight I felt was compared to the last game, not as good at not as impressive, but Jokic is just on such a level right now that his passes are all crisp. So his shots are all crisp. Everything's so crisp with him that it almost doesn't pop when it feels like he's the only one. And it felt like that all the way up until Jamal Murray arrived without Jokic, Jokic on the bench. And he just goes nuclear. And it takes me to what I think is the number one story. None of you guys said it. I think you all missed the point. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe I'm missing the point, I'll be honest. But the biggest thing is Michael Porter. So what happened in that Utah series? Michael Porter gets the start. They go the first three games. None of them look good. Jamal Murray saves them in game one, right? 
and goes nuclear, scores like 28 points in a row to close the game. Games two and three, they get blown out and the team looks disengaged. People don't, you just are like, what happened to the Nuggets? What is this team? Michael Porter goes to the bench. All of a sudden, everything just starts clicking again. And I'm not saying like, this isn't on Mike. I'm, it's weird to say this is on Michael Porter or whatever. This is on the whole team. Whatever it is, you know, some of it is what Michael Porter does, maybe not fitting into this or that, but some of it is just the team not figuring out that as well. But I see a lot of fans upset. Why wasn't he in in the second half? Well, part of it was because they were clicking. It was finally starting to click for him when they went back to the old team. And I don't think, by the way, this is a win. I'm not, this is not me advocating for, you know, that's why Michael Porter needs to be kicked to the curb. Like Denver has to solve the Michael Porter equation and they just haven't yet. Yeah, you also just went back to the Utah series, and there was a big thing about the Utah series when when he actually started to play and stuff like that. The reason that he got his chance was because Jamal Murray wasn't playing. So when you take out a big portion of the offense and you have to fill it, you have to fill it, and why not fill it with someone who's your best capable scorer? So that was a big reason that Michael Porter Jr. was playing, and even when he was playing in the Utah series, he still was trying to find his flow. He still didn't know really where to be on the floor and things of that nature. And then it, it carries into this year. So like today he, he comes and he plays and their best actually trying to get back in the game is when he's on the bench. So it's like, they're still trying to figure out how to play with, with alongside each other. And it makes it really tough. And I'm not going to say that that's the reason that Jamal Murray's like not doing well, but maybe that plays into it. Yeah. And, and to be clear, I'm not saying this is on Michael Porter. What I'm saying is that this season, and is about the team figuring out to, how to bring Michael Porter into the family, right? Like into the equation to where that chemistry is the same. And it just seems like it's not right now. And as soon as he gets, I mean, look, he was benched in that second half, basically. He gets the starting stint and then doesn't come back in. And then the team goes on a run. So that I'm not, I'm not putting this on Michael Porter, even though he does have his ups and downs. But so does Gary, so does Jamal, so does Will, so does Yoke. They all have their ups and downs. But it just seems like for whatever reason, they can't work him into it. That's just... Basketball is so funny where... Like a week ago, we were like, "Wow, this this is the deepest team I've ever seen in my entire life." And now it's like, "Yo, <laughs> good." If, yeah, now it's like, "Yo, we yeah. have two players, and if one of them isn't playing, like, we're screwed." Like we had no one. There is no one else that we can count on. Well, uh, well, to be fair though, all role players fit that mold. Like for sure, you know, every, every team has their guys, and you count those guys, and then everybody else you hope is here. Or there. What's frustrating with the Michael Porter Jr. equation is if you if I had to ask you who do you want shooting a wide open three on the Nuggets right now. Yeah. Is your answer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very streaky, every, everybody. And in an era that is the greatest three-point shooting era in NBA history, the Nuggets have continued to miss them. Yeah, but it's weird, though, because they got guys that can make shots. That's the thing that I don't understand about it. Is it just seems like everybody gets well, worse. Like they also have to have the guy who gets them amazing just shots like whenever he yeah, wants. Wide open threes everywhere. Well, the Nuggets on paper cannot be beat. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's like on the court. It's I mean, if we do get to, you know, <laughs> kind of pivot now into the silver lining. Like, I mean, Jamal through the first six quarters had two field goals, a dunk. And then I don't even remember what his other field goal. Was. I think it was a three. He got in this game. Early in the first quarter, three. first quarter, three. And then so six quarters and he just completely doesn't look like he has it. We're talking about legs, your favorite term for Jamal Murray. So legs, not looking great. Dude, his legs look Leg But then, and this is, <laughs> and I think this is a positive silver lining. And then it just felt like he arrived almost like he just woke up. And just started going nuclear, and he looked like the best player on the court for about ten minutes stretch there. His legs went ham. His legs went ham. But here's the thing: like, I think I don't know what it was. Which I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's as the point guard, he is the most burdened to bring in the new family member because he's the one running the show. I don't know. 
you know, but um, he gets it going. I feel like this was important and meaningful. And now I expect in Monday and they have two games off now, two days off now, then they play Houston. I expect when they get Houston on Monday, Jamal Murray's going to start to look like his old self again. Um, but at least if nothing else, at least it was good to see. I thought it was great to see him kind of bounce back. But the thing is, someone has to be convincing Jamal Murray because w- what we see is he steps up when they really desperately need him. <laughs> like that's when he was the best is in the bubble. If, if we take away the bubble, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, it's just like he's up and down and he's again, great in the fourth quarter. And he's, he's really been that, in the clutch. but right now he's not convinced that, that they need these wins. And someone has to remind him like, Hey, you, you guys have missed the playoffs by one time you guys have had sluggish um, starts again, losing to the Kings and things like that, that can bite you later on. Oh, and it seemed God. like he finally got it. The worst part is it was in garbage time or just right. a time that yeah. it really it's, didn't it's, matter it's, as much. They couldn't come back. So, it's, okay. There was a, you know, this happened with Jokic at the beginning of last season. I'm, I'm yeah. curious. Early is there a, is there a playoff really. arrival curse? Where Remember, <laughs> Jokic in the playoffs before last season oh, yeah, he realized, really, yeah. oh, I have another notch. I can get it whenever I want. And maybe I think, there is a hangover. Right. And Jamal obviously found in last playoffs, I have a and, notch that I can reach whenever I want. And, and maybe I think there is something actually to this. because absolutely. Arturis Karnasovas used to be the GM here, then went to the Bulls, doesn't play basketball anymore. And I asked him one time why, and he's like, because it's not the same. Like, there's no – the level of play is always terrible. Now, if you're playing pickup, it's just not like – it's like the shadow of basketball that I right. used to know, and I don't get that hit. And I do wonder if there's a little bit of this of like – we were just in the finals where every possession took enormous emotional and mental and physical strength and focus and all this stuff. And now we're playing in the regular season. It's like hard to get that hit. I wonder if Yo. Jamal Murray's a bit of an adrenaline junkie. He has to be living on the edge in order for him to get that hit and go to the next level. It's absolutely the case. I mean, there, it really is. Well, not only that, like um, just the idea that it's difficult to muster that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what that's like when you like you turn you work all night, you turn in the big paper and it's like the next day you're just like worthless, right? Yeah. It just like takes a while for you to just like build up your reservoir of energy. I mean, it takes everything you have to like bring it to an end. And you know, you want to talk about like who had the motivation in this game. I mean, the nuggets have been riding high off of embarrassing the Clippers. Right. Three, yep. one, the Clippers have been just buried under this national narrative that they are a joke. They choked. I mean, they, they came out with like real intention and the nuggets sort of just like, you know, they showed up, they're on their home court, they've got the new uniforms, like everything's going to go well. Um, and they just didn't, none of them showed up. Nobody could make a basket. It was just like a, it just was like a nothing basketball game. They just didn't, had no heart in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, the, the red, you mentioned the red jerseys. They they kind of formed an interesting side story that almost fit this because the we're watching the Altitude broadcast. We're supporting the local broadcast here. Uh, we're watching it and the Screen saturation keeps like trying to figure out the red. It felt like, like whoever's working is like, this red is so throwing us off. We can't get it. It just kept flashing. It was kind of a God, what a bummer. You know what? I'm going to, I need a drink. My you need back. a drink? You need a drink? All right. Good. Go ahead and open that. Are you sure you want to open that one? We're going to open up as a little surprise here in just a moment. Are you? Are I you love sure? that you think that me opening okay. that will All right. have any effect. <laughs> um, so Jamal name. Murray, do you think he's back now? I can't commit to that. Okay. Uh, I want to see him do that in the first quarter. Actually, I want to see him do it in the second quarter. Like yeah. the least meaningful stretch of, you know, it's not the beginning of the game. It's not the end of the game. Show me a 10 point Murray flurry in the second quarter. And I'll say Jamal Murray's back, but you know, just being able to turn it on when desperation mode is engaged 
isn't a hundred percent convincing to me. And I like I want to be a hundred percent in on Jamal Murray more than anyone. Like, but it's there I think I think we're on to something with he doesn't he's not getting that juice that he needs out of early but season maybe, games. But maybe he gets it now that you're 0-2. I mean, look, this is, yeah. you know, this is the famous it's Christmas night. It's know, Christmas like, night. We were on TV. He wants to be an all-star. Yeah, like, you got to really cool, step man. up and make an impression. But I think even more than that, like, there is the perspective. So much of life is about perspective. And there is the perspective of, like, oh, we're big time now. We made it, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. And then, and this is true in business. Or or it's just true of, like, you know, any, any place that has, like, competition in the markets. It's like you get to the top and you think, okay, we're the big dogs, right? Every, nobody people aren't going to stop coming for you like they're going to keep coming in yeah. the west got more load you know there's good teams in the west and it's only zero and two this is by no means like a it's sound over, the it's alarm over. Or anything like that anything <laughs> like that but i do wonder if there's the perspective of we're a top team in the west and now you're zero and two and it's like man zero and two like now we got to win four game five gate six games in a row no, just I'm, to be back in the top four like i'm telling you like lebron james has built his entire career off of this where they just coast through the regular season. They just need to get to the playoffs, and then he turns it on. Like, the yeah, but they're two, the, but they're two and zero. Oh. I, I uh, well, you're right. You're, but and they're like they big have Anthony Davis. Yeah, but they have Anthony Davis. And, no, and they're not doing. Oh, they, they lost the first game. Oh, that's right. They lost. They're also, they're one back to what you were saying, though. Even with LeBron James, there's always like they'll probably pick up an offseason accusation, or right, right. there's always some type of narrative that builds LeBron for him to be like, okay, I have to overcome this, or this is what I'm riding on. So. I do agree with him. I think that there's something maybe he wants to like build adversity for himself. And he's like, okay, they doubted me. And he, he mentally prepares himself. And now he, he bounces back and things like that. I, I personally well, do not think that Jamal Murray's back. I don't know. And I would have to see him really just take over a game from start to finish. Really the first quarter, just go berserk or just have a big first quarter. But I do think that he does build some type of adversity. They go down zero, like zero and two. And it's like, okay, now let's see what we do now. I, I think it's the new piece, man. I really, and again, I'm not putting this on Michael Porter. I'm putting this on this is the puzzle that they're tr- the equation they're trying to solve is. Let's be honest, man. For the last, when they brought in Will Barton to the starting lineup, wasn't that different because he was already there. They'd already played minutes with him. It just wasn't starting minutes. Then he was starting, and you worked that out, and you got it going. This is the first time you're bringing in a major piece, and Michael Porter's a major piece. Like w- whatever it is that he becomes for the Denver Nuggets, he is such a different player than anything else that they have had, and. I think with him as a point guard, I just wonder if there's a lot of Jokic had to learn this. And I think he's learning it this year. I actually think this is the first year he's learning it through two games and a couple of preseason, <laughs> but it's not just about setting the table for everybody. It's also about setting the table while being fully engaged and aggressive. And like now I think he's striking that balance. You see him going at guys and trying to attack. And I wonder if Murray has a little bit of that. Like it was so clear he was in attack mode when he was going off. And it was so clear that he wasn't in the other parts, that he yeah. was letting the game come to him. And that's part of being a point guard of knowing, like, I can't just always be a shooting. Yeah. But I do think he has to always be attacking. Yeah, yeah. I'm, my point about the about LeBron, like, I don't think that the Nuggets think they have LeBron. I just think that there is a different emotional intensity that you approach the regular season with, knowing yeah. that you do have a switch to turn it on. And it's sort of like, we know what that took. We know what that felt like. I can't do that right now. Like, <laughs> I think that we can get get by by playing a certain way. Like, yeah, but you going can't. through the motions exactly. Like, yeah. that, and that's what they're learning. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but you know, and they're also probably in the back of their minds, they're like, like you're saying, like we know who we are, we know what we can do. Like, we just have to get to the playoffs. I think it's the wrong approach, but I, I just can imagine that is what where the mindset is. Like, 
you know, Jamal Murray comes in. I mean, he's he's just like not engaged for three quarters. Yeah. Right? And then it's it's finally like, oh, all right, I gotta I gotta do something. It's my shoe night. I'm debuting a new, a new oh, hiking yeah. boot shoe. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, what are, yeah. So, do we have those? Kale, are you able to pull those up? The yeah, new, yeah. new find, balances. Find I think Slam Magazine put put Maybe about. We could bring don't. those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can't like roast the shoe. I Yo, mean, we're not gonna roast. Like, well, no, we're not. Well, yeah, like, we're yeah not we absolutely can't. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not, not sponsored sponsor. by those shoes. Yeah, new Balance. If you don't want us to roast the shoe, <laughs> you have just a few well, seconds. Oh man, they're to gonna reach out. Video. We're gonna all be in New Balances. Well, first and foremost, like I'm gonna buy these shoes. Like, yeah. I, like I, I, I really don't have a choice. I know, like the shoes though. Are these wait so? Are these the Jamal Murray's? I don't think so. He said that they'll be coming out like later. So we don't know what these are then. Who tweeted out Nuggets account? I think uh, those are the no slam. Yeah. It was slam. Okay, so slam, slam magazine. Slam, slam, yeah. Slam, yeah. Um, so, so there's that. Gary Harris. We have any notes? So we kind of go through the the roster here, but um, <laughs> Gary was a sloppy mess tonight. <laughs> one of five, two points, two turnovers, two assists, Yo, he one was rebound. Like a I mean, great non-factor. Do you guys remember how good of a shooter he used to? I be? do. I miss Automatic, it so much. I know. Like, I who doesn't miss that? He used to be such a good shooter, and it's just gone. It's absolutely it's gone. gone. Nothing. I don't know if it's mental. I really don't know what it is. He's just, it's just not there anymore. He can't shoot the ball, and it makes it very tough to do anything. Like I'm actually shocked that his like his defensive like intensity is even close to what it should be because it's like how is your confidence still up if you can't make a shot at all as a shooting guard? Yeah. You got in this league as a as a three and D guy, and you're not making threes, so you're just a you're D guy. You're D guy. Yeah. Kind of get shot. I mean, shot yeah. on like scored on every now and then. Like where what are you? Yeah. So that makes it tough. It might have actually been Nick DePaula. Now that I think of it, yeah, that's Slam Online, isn't that the magazine? Did you? Yeah, that's. They don't. They tweet out Try try Nick DePaula. I think Nick DePaula has one. Yeah, he does um, all the shoe stuff. Yeah, he does all the shoe stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh. Gary's shot selection too is. is See, that's the Nick DePaula. Yeah. Try it out. Let's see if he. Would. Yep, it? there it is, right there, top top guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, people are think, oh, there, there it there. is. Up close, look at the Jamal Murray shirt. Throw oh, these bad boys on. New Bal. I gotta be honest, man. I'm I'm hyped that he is getting. We knew this when. What What, what are you thinking, Dev? You're pointing at. No, those. they're not. They're not as bad as I like originally thought. Now they have some closer. Kyrie. Not, yeah, it looks like the Kyrie's the side, is what yeah. I was gonna say. In the comment section, let us know if you're feeling this, uh, and also just to move to New Balance. So we were joking Ray in the Vons playoffs. Not bad. We 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 were joking in the playoffs when Trey Young. Or at the preseason, when Trey Young got that shoe deal, Donovan Mitchell has that shoe deal. He's on Adidas. Damian Lillard, we was just like, all right, there's no more room for Jamal. They clearly passed him up. And so I'm not actually surprised that he went to New Bell. I kind of like it. I kind of like yeah, the, like, you know got, what? He didn't pick me. I'm he going got to passed up for promotion, so he got a new job. He got a new job, exactly. <laughs> and a TBD, if it's a better job or not, we're going to find out. Yo, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, who are uh, – New Balance is just Kawhi Leonard and – Jamal Murray, are they, those the only two athletes I think on they the gotta come. I don't even remember. I probably should know this, but I don't, I don't mm-hmm. actually know how they're like breaking into there. the into the basketball shoe. If game. they change the colorway, it, it wouldn't be horrible. Like if I, you had a white and baby blue or a white and yellow, or that's something. true. I that's mean, true. I don't I don't like them at all, but I'm gonna buy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't get shoes too often, no, you know? Like, no, no, no. Like, like, Christmas <laughs> Day games. We don't get Christmas. You know, we probably get a Christmas Day game for a Jokic long time. There's not going to be coming out. There's not going to be Gary Harris. Remember when the Mellows came out? That's like what I'm saying. OG like, I'm going to buy them. It doesn't really matter. Uh, like, amazing, though. Those are actually my shoes. <laughs> they were dope. All right, guys, I hate to do this, but we don't have vote. We don't have Harrison. I'm going to have to do the ad reads on this. Uh, this is great, dude. I'm going to have to sharpen up on your ad reads, bro. I'm going to start. I might be able to do it off the top of my head. All right, we got one of my favorite ones. I'm not going to lie. Company. Can oh, you spit? Dude, Hassel Cattle Company actually oh, they sent you. us 
a box. They did give us uh, a box. Like an influencer box, which always yeah. just makes you feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, yeah you guys didn't get a box. They, we're not here they to give it to everybody. <laughs> How many followers do you guys have? People wearing black shirts got a box. This was the best box, they, too. We get a lot of this one. Was we like, don't want to hear about your goddamn they box. Came through, just talk about the company. They came close. through with two New York strips. Two packs of jalapeno cheddar sausage, two packs of wagyu beef bacon, Uh, and I like. Hold on, what? Yeah, sorry. Beef bacon. I know it slaps. It's it's bacon. Dude, it's so thick too. It was like really thick. It's so filling. I had like two pieces, and I could. I was so full. So what I did is I took my hassle cattle. Wagyu beef bacon wrapped it around the jalapeno cheddar smoked Yo, that's wagyu sausage. That is an embarrassment. That's a little You're too just much. straight. No, I seen that picture and I was jealous. <laughs> yeah, I, was, see, I, was, see. I was very jealous. And it went hard. So Hassel Cattle <laughs> Company, uh, they call it blue collar <laughs> wagyu because it's affordable. You can go on to hasslecattlecompany.com. H a s s e l l two s's two l's. Hasslecattlecompany.com comes right to your door. DNVR. 10 for 10% off. There you go. I was trying to speed us up here so we can get back. Uh, I was just trying to like show love to Green Mountain. I was showing love to Green Mountain Dental. Oh, you ever, you ever brushed with the Sonicare toothbrush? <laughs> if well, not, you've never brushed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not brushing at all. So if you go and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group, they're going to hook you up with the Sonicare toothbrush. So not only will you get your teeth taken care of by them, then when you get home, you can take care of your teeth and keep them pearly and white all the time. Family owned. Hell yeah. Colorado local. sports fans, local, supported DNVR for a long time, just outside of Denver and Lakewood. <laughs> That's the place to go if you need dental work done. All right. Can we take a break from uh, the being sad sacks? Just so we're going to get back to being sad sacks, but can we I'm, take a little I'm break? Li- I'm literally drinking to escape the sad sacks. If we're, well, br- we're taking a little break here because I, we, oh. as, as you guys don't. Some people send us gifts. Yo. Some people send our, our followers, the best followers. We followers. actually get these types of gifts. You actually yeah, get these ones. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to bring out uh, the, first, the first gift? We have a new member of our set, um, this decorated beautiful Yo. set. Oh, yes. From Ava, Ava Cook, Cook and Brent Cook. Here the we homie, got dude. the Nuggets Gnome. Boom. Check this Boom. guy, bad, that's, bad that's boy, dope. out. <laughs> the dope. Nuggets Gnome. Look at this. He thinks it's Santa. It might be. I think it's Santa. I think it's Faku. It's, <laughs> it's to scale. It's a actually. wizard, a tiny little wizard. It's to scale, yeah. Yo, uh, Ava, Ava, incredible Ava, hell yeah. Great gift. Ava, we love you. Brent, then, your husband, we love you too. And then also the Hamburglar. Oh, God. Uh oh. <laughs> Just broke it. <laughs> the Hamburglar here. Open this bad boy up and, and read off. All right. What? First what? of all, Hamburglar, A plus name. Yes. Oh, boy. That, that is good. Is there any, okay, so hold the bottle, would you please? We Great got ourselves some wine. Game. Oh, there's a little letter in there. It's a little letter. Yeah, I have actually not opened it. Hamburglar, an actual sommelier. We just got a letter. DNBR oh, wow. Nuggets crew. Can we read this? I don't know. Like this is if this goes off the rails, we've not pre-read this. So. <laughs> Dear DNBR Nuggets crew, I was inspired by your post-game Rakia and thought I could add to your Nuggets fueled boozy discoveries. In the wine world, Argentina is best mm. known for one grape, Malbec. Oh, this grape ma- Malbec. makes up around two thirds of the country's production and is a perfect pairing to Argentina's favorite food, red meat. Which we just oh, wow. About. Wagyu beef. Hassle, company, hassle cattle company. And Malbecs are dry, full-bodied, and moderately tannic. You'll the get Hamburglar s- wrote this? He's, wow. a, he's a sommelier. He's a literal sommelier. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> wow. You'll I get had no strong, idea. Strong I thought he was plum. a hamburger. I thought he was a hamburger, too. <laughs> See. You'll get strong plum, blackberry, and blueberry fruit notes from... With some vanilla and tobacco in the I'm, background. Oh man, I can't can wait. You open this. Open this up. We got to. Okay. Yo, can you imagine if somebody 
had a bucket and combined all of those things. They're like, here's blueberries, tobacco, Oh, Super vanilla. Producer Kale. Look at this. Right, he's um, a, he's okay, a so Wow. While Super Producer Kale uh, gets us going with the wine, I actually got myself a <laughs> gift that I wanted to show you oh, guys. Oh. Show here. I'm going to go off camera, though. I don't want anyone to see me like changing my wardrobe, oh, so my I'll, be, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll, be finish, I'll finish reading the letter. Oh, there's more. This particular wine is from Mendoza, the Napa Valley of Argentina. Please enjoy in honor of our new boy, Faku. Oh, Thank Faku. you for all the hard work you guys put in and for making the Nuggets community awesome. I cannot wait to be back at the bar with all of you. Long live yeah. the long boys. Long live the Hamburglar. Hamburglar, man. Let's go. Praise hands, amazing. big time. Can I tell you, you know something, though? The Argentines came after me, man. I did my halftime notes, and I said something like, Faku hasn't found a role yet. And they're like, Denver reporter giving up on Faku. Like, guys, I gave notes on the first half. <laughs> First half notes. I won't say anything bad about them. You better not. They will come for you, man. They they stand hard. All right. Are you you ready to strip? So I was was online. (laughs) What's going on online? I I saw. No. I saw a a shirt that was um, designed by my favorite artist. So I had to cop. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. Check this out. Move the move the mic. Move the mic. Take a look at this thing. I need a shirt. Like I know that. we all need shirts I need like that. that. <laughs> the best part of this is that Eric doesn't get money for the shirt. No, no. <laughs> That's, Eric, do you want to share the story behind this? Uh, we put happened? it on. We put it on the show. So I uh, made. <laughs> This shirt is amazing. I created, so I created my own avatar for the segment, the irrational fan take. And then I put it online with saying that uh, this is what it looks like when I form my very reasonable nuggets takes. And then within one minute, somebody responded to the tweet saying, oh, I just bought the shirt. It had been picked up by a bot and was available as a shirt purchase immediately. And was discounted the second round. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's on straight to DVD. Straight Dude, to look DVD. Look at that. The, oh, that thing is great. But like, I, I was like, this shirt slaps. I'm sorry that uh, it's stolen from you, but I need it. So we should all get a shirt like that of yeah. each other and wear it. That just sounds so cool. I've what never, family yeah, we I've are. never been like more offended and more inspired at the same time. It's a it's a shirt designed by my favorite artist of my favorite. <laughs> wow, that is true. Are you guys gonna are you guys gonna partake to yeah, the hamburger oh, yes. to the hamburger and to our awesome followers? Hey, Yo, nugget season not so great so far, but we're having fun. What is Yo. this poor? Like are we taking shots? We're Kale. not gonna berate I Kale, I am the one wanna, that berates Kale, Kale. Do you wanna get in on this? Yeah, Kel, you didn't pour yourself one. Well, we only have four wine glasses. Mm. So. <sighs> Plum, blueberry. Vanilla, a little tobacco. Vanilla. tobacco, tobacco, <laughs> tobacco, tobacco. Check. I'm not gonna lie, that really is good to me. It is good. This is so opposite of the last thing we drank on here. The Rakia, <laughs> the Rakia was a little rough. The Rakia, was... it's Christmas night, dude. We might have to have some Rakia later. Night. All right, let's get Yo. back into this, guys. The people want Nuggets talk. So, um, all right, so that's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking funniest thing ever. Seen. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I had to come strong if I was going to come on in a lot. So I had to come with uh, something. What a shirt! What a shirt! <laughs> Uh, so other notes, uh, news and notes from this game. I thought Hartenstein was great tonight. He didn't get in foul trouble, which is really positive. He only had one foul. Um, you know, 10 minutes. He might be in line for a minute's boost. Um, the Nuggets keep reaching for where to go. They went small again right off the bench. They went with a really small line. Peter Dozier for the second game in a row gets to play some uh, power forward minutes. They tried Bull Bull there. Wasn't great. Um, you know, 
he, he's just so raw. And it's, it's also like Faku, Bull Bull's getting these tiny stints. I mean, he gets like two minutes to prove himself. And if it doesn't work, it's, you know, quick hook. I wonder if Hartenstein gets minutes alongside Jokic. I mean, Jokic has played with Plumlee before and it's worked. Denver doesn't have, with, with Michael Green out, they don't have a lot of options. Is that, do you find that to be an option there? I think that they'll have to go with them just because right now we're seeing a lot of Paul Millsap. But, you know, on those nights that Paul Millsap's not playing, <laughs> as, he's not playing as many minutes or, you know, it's a, a team with a lot of size. You're going to have to go Hartenstein uh, next to Jokic. So I do think that there is a boost coming for him just to play them alongside each other to match another team size. What do you think of what you saw out of him today? I mean, he finishes, he gets six points on three of five shooting, five rebounds, one assist in 10 minutes. So he gets six points, five rebounds in 10 minutes. And he looked like he belonged. It plus wasn't- team high plus seven, wherever that's worth. He wasn't out there just running around, knocking everybody out the way like he was last game. Like, he's finding his way around the rim. He's putting himself in scoring positions, um, altering shots. He's active in those 10 minutes. So, with the boost, like, who who knows what type of game he could have had, especially if the game was closer. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Can you focus for a moment moment here and talk (laughs) about this? There's a a lot of outside influences going on. (laughs) RK's wearing a shirt with my face on it. I've... uh, Drink a bunch of booze really quickly. But uh, Hartenstein, Hartenstein, I mean, I, you know, whatever. I can see it. Like, the man's got elite finishing potential. We saw so many good things out of so many players in the preseason against a <laughs> Feels Blazers like a, team a that lifetime wanted ago. no part of playing basketball. It was God. an absolute mirage in the desert. Um, dude, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, nothing that's happened on the on the second unit has been even remotely promising. It's not like, oh, you know, like if they could like somehow every player on this team is a guard and all yeah. of the guards are garbage. Yeah. So which means the whole team is garbage. I, I don't understand. Like Faku hasn't done anything. Hartenstein's done a little bit. Well, let's talk about Faku real quick, because I mean, let's be honest, like we're still learning Faku's game. The thing about him, though, is he is a ball handler, a pick and roll ball handler. Yeah. But, and then Barton is handling the ball whenever he's in and that's the thing so faku's playing alongside at Yo, least one no if not sense. two if not three other guards it makes no sense and then he's not the one handling it so at least you know these are part of the growing pains i think of this team and maybe something that we really discounted about the team just having to learn so many new pieces because faku you know i have no take on him right now other than he hasn't found a role on the team like and and the team hasn't found a role for him i don't think it's to continue to play off ball well and you're rolling out these small lineups of a bunch of guys who can't shoot. It makes so no what sense. is what no, is your yeah, goal so here? What's what's the ethos of this lineup? Yeah, you. I know. Like, it is crazy. You can't have a two or a three, whatever Faku's playing. That's five ten. Yeah. Like, if he's in there, he's got to run the show. He's got to be the guy on the ball. Like, Barton can't run the show. If They're using him like a five eleven. Makes Tory Craig. No sense. <laughs> I was also going to say, just imagine his whole life. At every single point in his life, he's been a point guard. He's had the ball he in his hands. He has to be. At every sing- because he's so small on the court, and he's been playing professionally and things of that nature. Like He's always been a point guard, and now all of a sudden in the best league in the entire world that's moving so fast for him, he has to play off the ball and cut yes. and try to hit shots when they come to him. Like, how and they don't difficult. really come to him either. Yeah, his three-point shot is the worst part of his game. And how right. hard would that be for you like to just basically play something that you've never played at that size? I mean, he played three minutes tonight, too, so it was like the tiniest of sample sizes, even less than Bulbul, who played five. Um, but his defense also, like, again, this is unfair because he's getting such short stints, but that was the number one thing that we've heard about him, especially out of camp. Like, yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. guy that's going to hound people, and he just hasn't even had, had an opportunity to make that impact yet. 
Um, just one thing to just kind of think about, like having such a short off season, it probably made it really hard to oh, yeah, to figure dude. out rotations. First off, of course, it, it made it. And that's by the way, rotations. not Malone's strong suit to short, begin with. Short like, off season, three games in the preseason, seven new seven guys, new players, seven new guys, no. seven. Dude. Like that's a lot to just throw on somebody's plate who already struggles with rotations. Yo, are we are we gonna see piano man? I'm not. Sure. I don't think so. Not for a while. Like I, I don't see it. For, see or maybe they just try to shake something up. But right now we're not even seeing the guys for long that are there. Hardenstein's not playing for long. Bobo's not playing for long. Like the backup unit is not really playing much. So how do we see Piano Man play? I don't know. Maybe they just put different people. in. What do you guys think of Bobo tonight? Yo, he didn't do anything. He's just running out there. He's just kind of. He does like, look like he's. A little, I'm excited to be here. Kind his, of. His reflex speed seems really, really slow. And I mean that's. Most guys that are over seven feet, their reflex speed is slow. But there was that one, the dunk on the baseline today where it just looked like he was like a second behind everything just trying to react. It feels like, though, that he's in kind of the same position as Faku. Where totally. He doesn't necessarily have a role. Totally. Uh, they don't, they're not necessarily using him with purpose. You know, like I think Bull Bull is a guy who, if you're going to run him out there, maybe you want to run some things through him on offense. See if you can get him some shots. See if you can put him in the high post and let him, you know, facilitate or anything. But it feels like they're just saying like, all right, go play. Yeah. And in the same way that it's not working for Faku, it's not working for bull. This is a really good wine, man. It's really Yo, good. It's, Let's it is right, right, go, really good. Good. go for a little more. Let's go, uh, let's go for a little more. We go for a second. <laughs> I, I tried to keep Dev's a in, lot dude. in here so that so, I would just didn't look like I was the one. That was like, that was like really smooth. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the worst person to ask about wines, but my wife's gonna be so jealous. I'm gonna have to. Okay, I'll save you just a yeah, tiniest, wants a little tiniest bit. little bit. For we'll Kale. see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. um, are you feeling? We'll, opt- we'll definitely give you some. Kale. What about this, Eric? You're Mr. Optimism here, and I want, but I want your honest assessment. Do you feel like the Nuggets are going to turn a corner here pretty quickly? I mean, are these just early season bumps? They got Houston and then Sacramento again. You'd hope those are both winnable games. Houston. Might have like six guys available. I don't know. Um, I think. I mean, it, the the thing about basketball in general is that it looks so bad so often, and then it doesn't matter at all. Like we got right. kicked. Oh, in our totally. Te- we got kicked in our teeth in such a worse way last year with a against a much worse team, the Pelicans. Oh, on Christmas. On Christmas, it, it just doesn't matter. Like, yeah. The, the thing that we know for a certain is that Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray are able to turn it on when the, the lights are bright and when things matter. They've shown it to us. Like, it's not, it's no longer theory. Like, it's provable. Like, we've seen it. And so it's just a matter of like, all right, like, what is it going to take for the rest of the te- this team to get to that level? Do they need to feel the pressure? Like, do they need to have like some weird chemistry? Do they need, like, do they need to have a, a meeting? Like, we know what this team can do. Right. And so do you feel like my theory about how much of this comes down to Michael Porter, though? Because I agree with you that there's some, there, there is some of that. But like if Michael Porter is making shots like he was making in the first quarter, like it's not an issue. Like There's no issue. Well, what's funny is in that first game, the run happened with Jokic and, and MPJ. In this game, it happens with Murray. Like it's there. I mean, this is what I mean. If, Again, if I'm not laying closely, this on anybody. I'm no, just but saying it, it's it is chemistry. true. Like if you watch closely, like the way that Murray like kind of like yells at MPJ, like. Get, like set a screen like it, it's it's like really like not like they're on the same page it's like mm. he's mpj gets yelled at a lot he does from get, all yep. different angles yo he gets he, he absolutely 
get He's kind of like Mario Thomas with like yeah, he kind of is. Like everybody's just screaming at him. Um, back to your question about if if we if we think that the Nuggets will bounce back, I say, I say yes. If you look at what's actually happening with the Nuggets, like the first game they go out, they lay a dud. I mean, they Murray didn't make any shots. There's not much you can do about that. They're not making shots. Second game, they get open looks. They're not making shots again. But also, it was against the Clippers team, who's a really good team that yeah. really came into the game with a vendetta. Yo, they wanted that. You know, they like that's a that. team that really wanted to win. Their, their, their star players showed up in the game. That's a really good defensive team. The Clippers are not a bad team. They lost to a really good team tonight, um, and they didn't make shots. So those are two games that they, they, they missed. Now if they keep on, you know, going, yeah. that's when you, like, turn the corner. Like, the Rockets, they they, they actually did come, like, they, they have six guys that are showing up or whatever. Like, they, they showed, <laughs> like, they actually got on the plane right, right. with certain guys. If you lose a game like that, then it's, like, ring the alarms. But, like, you lose to the, the Kings in a horrible first game of the year with so many different changes to your team and then the Clippers. I don't think that you're just, like, really, really bad. Like, I don't want to overreact, but I also don't want to just say, like, let's, let's calm down. It's also two games. Like, the small sample size is always going to provide it's you hot. a tough stuff. Do you feel like it's hot in here? I see him. I see him. I see him, guys. I see him. But we have let's to get, get, yeah, get a little, no, let's get a little weird. We will in just a second. There is a host of the show. Let's give it just one second here. Who is uh, it? Is it, okay? it is There's our too many ball handlers. Out. <laughs> a lot of ball handlers here. Right now. This is PJ Dozier going to the lane like 20 times. <laughs> Murray's hot over here. I'm hot over here, baby. Yeah. Let me... Let me heat up. Um, I don't even remember where I was going to go. Actually, I do know where I'm going to go. Because I want to close it with wind, I want to do a bunch of fun stuff, I'm going to do a quick draft read here, if that's okay, or a quick quick, quick ad read, and tell you guys about DraftKings. How do we do tonight, Eric? Uh, we broke even. We have an official appeal that we want to make. Yo, we got screwed on DraftKings. <laughs> we Yo, think Jokic had a triple-double, right? Jokic 100% had a triple-double. There were rebounds that happened in the first uh, half. The first quarter, first even, quarter. were not counted. And trust me, we were. It's not DraftKings' fault. It's the they go by fault. the official stat. Yeah, right. they can't make up their own stats. We were no. hanging on every rebound, calling each one out by yeah. name. Adam, I know you like to go back and rewatch the games. I need you to get <laughs> some to chart. I'm these not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Uh, but guys, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They've rolled out all of these can't-miss offers. Try DraftKings Sportsbooks. Uh, it's so easy. What are you waiting for? Get in on the action now. They've got this great NBA deal. You bet. Uh, 100 to 1 odds. 100 to 1 odds at any for game new, you choose. For new users, like... Yeah, for new users. If you hop on with new users, they're just, like, handing well, you Yeah, DraftKings, like, wants you to, like, get, like feel that initial win, that buzz. Like, they're going to just give you $100, and you're playing with And $100. it's not even just once. They give it to you. Like, every two yeah. days, they're like, hey, do you want another, like, basically awesome Like, get bet? in, so, dude. Get, it's get fantastic. So they're going to give us that triple-double, damn it. <laughs> <They better. laughs> I know. I crushed it on DraftKings the first two days of the season. Today, I think I was even as well, which yeah, feels like a loss, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Get 101 odds at any featured matchup this week. That's code DNVR for new players. Get that shot. Uh, must be 21 or older. Colorado-only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. And then quickly, want to tell you about Chevalier Mortgage. Chevalier Mortgage. Call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. I know a lot of our listeners are at the point in their life where they're buying their first mortgage a lot of our listeners are their first home a lot of people at their point where they're buying their second home or maybe refinancing because rates are so low guys this is my wheelhouse i don't people don't know this this is what i did for 10 years before i became a sports writer i'm telling you right now it's intimidating 
only up until you make the call. Yeah. Once you make the call, it's not intimidating at all. And you want to be with people that, one, you can talk to comfortably. These are DNBR fans, Denver sports fans. You want to talk to them. And then somebody that's just going to walk you through the entire process. So, so talk about the contested rebound with them. Yeah, exactly. They'll be just as pissed as you are. So if you, <laughs> if you are in the market for a home, in the market for a refinance, whatever it is that you're going for, give them a call. 303-257-6578 or visit dnbrmortgage.com. Easy as that. You guys feeling a little breeze? I am. Woo, I'm I very, that, I'm very excited for this. Harrison had to wait for a here, long baby. time. It is hot in here, and I can't wait to hear what was said uh, by Mike Woo. Malone and others today in the poking presser. Let's welcome him in, Harrison Wynn, the man with the wind in his hair, the Peloton Prince. Harrison, I couldn't miss you more. Could the not ball miss you more. arena, ball arena. It's Harrison Wynn. He's got a new <laughs> nickname. I miss you guys so much. Like I, I really enjoy being at these games. Um, right now. I'm looking around. I am the only person in the arena, I believe. Oh, like, wow. In, Go get in some the shots lower, <laughs> That's like, true. There are people walking around outside on the concourse. I think I'm the only person actually in the ba- in the a seat in uh, a ballroom right now. Um, well, first of all, ha- you know, happy holidays. Um, and, and second <laughs> of all, happy, happy Chinese food day to you, sir. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I want to ask this one. Um, no, so it's okay. Now it's, now it's a little hot kill. I don't know what we were doing here. Um, but I wanted to ask, so the mood in the post game commentary, I have to imagine there's some tensions. What, what, what did you feel from the mood and the, the tone of everything? Well, if we're talking about the players, they're not panicking. And, um, that's not surprising. I don't think we're two games into this thing. And this is the team who brought back the majority of their core that went to the Western Conference Finals. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, Monte Morris, that's who we talked to after the game today. Um, They're not panicking. So that's my takeaway from the players. When it comes to Michael Malone, I don't get the sense that he's panicking either. Now, he really focused on what he thought was a lack of effort tonight, uh, particularly over the first three quarters. And, um, you know, us knowing Michael Malone, I, I don't think that's a big surprise at all that he went to that. Um, but I didn't sense a ton of panic from these guys, no. Yeah. <laughs> what did Malone sort of key in on as, as some of the keys to tonight? I mean, this is a weird game because it was kind of a blowout, and then the Nuggets gave us a feel-good run, but it was really a blowout loss. Yeah, and it was a blowout loss, mainly, in my opinion, just because of all the threes the Clippers hit in the first half. Like They regressed to the mean a little bit, uh, in the second half, and I think that helped Denver get back in it. But, you know, defensively, you know, you can say it was an aberration, like just how hot the Clippers were from three. But defensively, Denver just wasn't good enough tonight, I thought, like rotation-wise. Defending the pick and pop, like Serge Ibaka was just lethal the night out of the pick and pop, and the Nuggets just didn't do a good job, a good enough job covering it. So that was a big one for me. And um, Malone just talked about the effort a lot. He said that he felt his guys were flat at times tonight. Uh, we had some guys that looked like they were barely breaking a sweat, just kind of playing, but not playing hard or competing. He did give props to the lineup that he stuck with for the majority of the fourth quarter. Monte Morris, P.J. Dozier, Will Bart, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray. That lineup, he said, played hard. He also said Isaiah Hartenstein played hard. He called him out specifically, even though you know he wasn't on the floor with that lineup for the majority of the fourth. I don't think he felt like a lot of other guys on his roster played hard tonight. 
Hmm. So when we look at the guys that played hard, according to him, it was the starters minus Paul Millsap and MPJ, right? I mean, those are the only two guys that didn't get to close with everyone. Right. And the Porter thing was, was interesting tonight because one of my big takeaways from the first half is I thought he was actually pretty good defensively. Oh, and Gary. And, People uh, are pointing out Gary, yeah. He got the matchup on Kawhi Leonard from the get-go, played 10 out of 12 minutes in the first quarter, and I felt like he played that much in the first quarter because he wasn't hurting them defensively. Yeah. And um, it's interesting when you talk about Porter and effort because we've talked about this before, Adam, but Porter's not the guy who necessarily looks like he's playing hard. And I think that hurts them in standing with Malone because he just doesn't look like a guy who plays hard, even if he is possibly. So I thought Porter played well tonight, especially in the first half. And, you know, they probably could have used his offense a little in the second half, I thought. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, who talked? What players talked? Uh, Jamal talked. Um, Nick Nicola talked. And uh, Monte talked. Well, let's talk about and- Jamola first because – or Jamal. Jamola? Jamola. This is why it hits different. Shouts to the Hamburglar for that one. <laughs> Dude, the Hamburglar brought us this delicious wine. <laughs> he burgled that, uh, uh, that segue there. I'm yeah, missing really burgled, the burgled it. Uh, so, <laughs> Jamal, um, he kind of got out of his funk there down the stretch of this game. And, I mean, that was, that was great to see what – did he talk at all about his struggle so far this season or breaking out of a slump, or is he not even using that language? No, he's not really talking about that. He just kept saying that, you know, it's early. We're two games right. into the thing. Um, and he was kind of leading the charge of, oh, you know, we're not panicking. We're, we're just two games in. We got a long way to go. Um, we're fine. I thought Nicola had some interesting comments because – some of this slow start, I've got to think, is just some of the new pieces and some of the new lineups that the Nuggets are playing. Playing Michael Porter Jr. with the starters, playing a mix-and-match bench lineup that they're still trying to figure out. Here's what Nicola had to say about his chemistry with Porter. I thought this was pretty interesting. Um, Mike's playing with us more. We're all trying to figure it out. He's a really talented guy. We need to use him more. We need to kind of figure out how we're going to use him. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, interesting stuff there. But I just, I just think with kind of some of the new combinations they're playing, the bench, obviously, the second unit, I don't know where we're at with the second unit. I don't even know what the second unit looks like right now. I don't think Michael Malone does either. But just with the new pieces, I, I think that's contributing a bit to just the inconsistency so far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's funny. I see people saying in here, of course, the players aren't going to panic. Guys, of course. It's it's funny because this is a post-game show. We talk about the game. We talk about recent trends. And we like talk right about now, the game. And right now, recent trends are bad, so we're going to talk about how things are bad. Like, this doesn't mean that we feel a panic to this. The Nuggets are a really good team. We know that. They have Yo, an enormous sample ga- size of that. In a 72-game season, coming off of a – Western Conference Finals right. appearance. If you are panicking, you need to reset. <laughs> the real problem is that they there were four calls that went against them in the last two minutes against the Kings. Brutal. That changed that game. They should be one they and should one. They should be one and one with a loss to the Clippers, and everyone would be saying, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, totally, 100%. Right. Um, right. All right, so anything else from Jamal? 
not really from Jamal. Nicola had another um, another classic Nicola quote because part of Malone's message was we haven't played 48 minutes of really good basketball yet or 48 minutes of like perfect basketball or whatever. And Nicola comes up to the mic and says, you know, I think it's impossible to play 48 minutes of perfect basketball. Like that is actually impossible. And I'm like, yeah, he's, he's right about that. It's impossible to play 48 minutes of perfect basketball, but you know, you just got to play good enough. You got to string together uh, enough stops, string together enough really good offensive possessions. So, I mean, I don't know if I got a lot for you guys tonight. It's really just, yeah, we didn't play good enough against a really good Clippers team and we're 0-2. We're not panicking. What was the vibe like with the arena? Because I know the last game was the first one. Um, Was it less energy today? Like what just what what are the trends you're picking up on from the experience of playing in front of a giant stadium that has nobody in it? There's just no energy. There's mm. absolutely no energy. Um, it's not any less or any more than the opener. It's going to be literally the same thing every game. Um, Does it it's feel like watching ball. a practice? Yeah, it feels like you're watching a practice or like a closed-door scrimmage. That's that's exactly the feel. I mean, I don't really know what could possibly done be done to bring more energy into this place. It's just so cavernous. It's so dead. Um, it's tough, man. Uh it, it's a weird vibe for sure. You guys will see when uh, when you replace me and, and come to one of these games, but it, it's odd. It's definitely odd. Harrison, wh- one thing you're seeing a lot in the college game right now is the bench is bringing a ton of energy. Did you feel? Do you feel like the Nuggets bench is doing their part in terms of bringing as much energy as they possibly can? I mean, you can tell they're trying. You can tell they're trying for sure, and it's definitely something that the coaching staff, I guarantee you, has talked about. Oh, we got to be up on our feet. You know, we got to be bringing that energy. We got to be the crowd. But I I don't think it's something you can, like, really count on doing that's going to give you an edge, to be honest. Uh, I just think it is what it is. It can help at times, but I don't think it's going to make a big difference. That's just my opinion, at least. Did you have something, Deb? It looked like you were getting ready to say something. I'm laughing. We're just oh. like, everyone's <laughs> laughing at how drunk I am. Guy <laughs> Do you want to give us a quick view of the arena? Can you can you spin the old camera around here? I want to I want to see your your you're up in the rafters. Give us a little tilt down. Look at that. Oh yeah, that is that is just an empty arena. That's uh, uh, can what? you can you put? I want to I want to check in on my seats. Oh, there they are. Oh, can no. you throw like an, a paper airplane and just watch it ride down that? <laughs> Harrison, do they have Rocky at the game? Is he even there? No. No, no Rocky. <laughs> no cheerleaders. There's probably about, in the stands total, you've got the Nuggets front office who sits in the section across from Denver's bench. You've got whoever's traveling with the Clippers sitting across uh, in the stands from their bench. You've got, I don't know, 10 media people here. That's it. Mm. That, that's literally it. So Harrison, last one for you here. Just what do you sense there's any changes that are coming to the team? I mean, that second unit is obviously still a work in progress. Tried out Bowl Bowl today. Um, do you feel like there's any changes that are coming, whether there's big changes or little changes? There's definitely gonna continue to be changes with the second unit because it's just been so up and down so far. I mean, like you mentioned, they 
put bowl out there today. I can't see more bowl minutes being the adjustment. Um, can't see that. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Um, they'd love to get Faku going, but he's just looked lost so far. And the Faku thing is weird, man, because we talked about him like being this dynamic pick and roll playmaker, a guy who thrives with the ball in his hands. I'm watching him when he's on the floor, he comes down every possession and stands in the corner. Like huh. it, it doesn't seem like he's being really utilized well. So they'll, yeah. they'll mix, continue to mix and match with the bench unit. Um, and, and it's tough because we were talking all training camp, well, you know, for like the two week period before the season started, how the bench was going to be better than last year and they were going to get up and down and it totally changed the game. And obviously we haven't seen that. So I don't think they're going to go like super, super deep into their bench. I don't think they're going to play a Zeke Naji and RJ Hampton of Watko. I don't think those guys are, are going to get a, get a chance to make an impression. I think they kind of know the guys they've got, um, but maybe more staggering is the answer. I, I wonder if more staggering is the answer because they got a little bit of that going with Jamal Murray on that second unit tonight. Well, Harrison, you're doing great work. Yeah. Um, sorry you had to be, I imagine it was really, really really not fun being at that quiet <laughs> silent arena in your own silo yeah. watching in silence is anyone from the media yelling you suck to uh paul george or uh no is that not happening that that's an important piece of the of the nuggets live experience like if i'm not there that you need to pick up the slack well i actually was excited because coming to these games i was like oh there's nobody in the arena maybe i'm going to be able to hear what Malone's saying, you know, what kind of the trash talk is like. The music is turned up so loud, I can barely. <laughs> There's a pause. reason for that. <laughs> Shut up, pause. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man, that you're in an empty arena with like blaring music, which when you're it's working, like, oh, this is nothing not. against pa pause the DJs, nothing against him. Pause but, like, the music. Pause the music. There's nothing against him. But like, Maybe when you're watching a DJ. game, you you want to just watch. Like, you're not. You don't get to like sit and bob to the music or like high five. Like you're just trying to watch. So I can imagine that really sucks. That would be amazing as a media member, which you could do. You could spearhead this. A lot of people have what they call journalistic integrity, but you could tell Paul George or Kawhi Leonard that they suck. I would he do really, that. If he I really was... can't. Oh, okay. really... All right, fine. Do you want Harrison to stay at the game? <laughs> All right. All right, Harrison, I'll let you get out. Of here. I know you got a lot of work. I know it's Christmas. That's actually not Christmas anymore, but I will let you get out of here, man. Thank you so much. Um, we miss you, Harrison. We miss you, buddy. I miss, I miss you, you Musk. I miss you guys. What the? I don't know what the hell is on D-Line's head, but um... <laughs> none, none of us do. None of us Dev, Dev, brought it. Dev brought it. I, and I, uh, I, I oh, my God. I didn't even notice Ryan's shirt. <laughs> it's the best, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, all right. Thanks so much. You can cue up the music here, Kale, the outro music, because um, it is Festivus. Um, we can air our grievances oh, here, and I think God. we should get out of here all by just getting something off our chest. Let's, let's air our grievances. Let's all air our grievances. Anybody, we have a volunteer to air our grievances. Eric, you have a lot of grievances. Oh, uh, grievance number one. Nurkic's hair. Nurkic's hair is a disaster. It's a disaster. I mean, we're not, but, but uh, grievance number one is that Jamal Murray has not decided to show up this season yet. He did though. Sort of. Sort hey of. man, he arrived. <laughs> so I, I don't think you arrive at no. the end of a game. Like I think that he, fashionably late. He was dude, my main grievance is that Jamal Murray, like we spent all off season thinking about what could be and what should be 
and we've seen like one little sliver of what we should be getting from Jamal Murray. Bubble Murray should not be a mirage. Bubble uh, Murray should be the standard. That's my grievance. Jamal Murray. We're so ready for it. Come on. Yeah, we might still get it. Dev, you have some grievances. My grievances. At one point in time, there was a shooting guard on the Nuggets. It's oh, a good grievance. That could shoot the hell out of the ball. Oh, boy. <sighs> he looked so good as a young uh, lad in this Peter, league. We're all going to turn on Gary, man. He looked like he was just hasn't he was going right up. He was Everything was going his way. He got like paid. We had and I'm, I'm not saying that it, it's because he got paid that he's bad, but it did happen exactly so at the moment he got, he got paid. paid. As soon as he got paid, he became terrible. So Offensively. His shot is my grievance. I have no idea where it went. And I hope that it comes back. Soon. Just air it, brother. Air it, brother. Get, let's get it out. Thank oh, you. man. I see. A, <laughs> Oso Blanco has an, an important grievance here. He says, Superstar Dev, 0-2 in the DMPR. Oh. Oh. I don't, don't want to get into the advanced stats here, but, you know, this lounge was popping. <laughs> Look at Dev. He's having a total crisis right now. I'm Dev, not you saying it's your fault, deep. but I'm not saying it's you not your fault. Dev is 1-0 in the DNVR Buffs lounge. <laughs> He has a point. He has a point. And actually, and Dev, Dev was crushing it in the DMVR pre preseason lounge. That's true. He was crushing it in the preseason lounge. All right, RK, do you have some grievances you want to get off your chest? My grievance is that I, I don't feel like Michael Malone's rotations have purpose right now. You're going to be grieving next year, too. Man. <laughs> You're going to have some grievances just for keep a while. Up <laughs> I just, I, I just want to see like a lineup for a reason. And I feel like he's just throwing guys out there and seeing if it might click at this point. Yeah. I don't have any grievance. I'm just oh, so grateful on, for the world. No, come this on. was a trap. Dude. You guys all fell into it. Give us a grievance. Give us a grievance. Yeah. Oh, okay, if I have to give one. Um, no, I don't really have. Is I, it too late for me to ask a question? Can you, you go for ask it? Ask it. Okay. We'll just play the outro music for like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's fine. the music is good. Uh, and maybe this can be like a teaser for tomorrow's show. I don't know. When trades don't happen, it's usually because the sides are on different pages. Sure. And three days ago the nuggets weren't desperate at all and oh, the houston uh, rockets were extremely I, 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 thank desperate. you guys so much for tuning in this might be a topic for another show we're not doing, we're not doing this on second okay, night we're just, not doing it just let me finish what i'm saying all and right. then you can and then you can just say we'll talk about it another time this guy wow but pull charlie Davis. suddenly the desperation levels may have just come a little bit closer together all right however desperate Denver is Houston is a thousand times. I understand more that. I understand that. But sometimes a little bit of pressure can can you know make it cook. My grievance is that people are too. Uh, I will I will say that the uniforms tonight people are very down on them, and it does suck when you associate them with a not great experience, which is what we have. But I just say give it time. Like wait till they fully nope. adjust the saturation you, you, on yo, the screen. These these unis are out. That is a grievance I will air. The Denver Nuggets took on. The Utah Jazz in spirit, and what do we get? Oh, we they abs- we absorbed their yeah. We got soul. A, we got a straight Jazzian performance here. Like we did get a Jazzian <laughs> performance. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in, guys, with us, and Merry Christmas to everybody. You know, like we this love been a you tough people. year. We're love, almost yo. done. This has been a tough year, and like honestly, Christmas is one of those days you get to look back and just be so grateful for all the people in your life and the different experiences you have. And I mean this sincerely. This is the first year, full year of DNVR. And it's been a tough one. Like, it's been a great one, but it's also been a tough one. And I know for everybody watching out here, just because I know how everybody's experienced this Yo. year, it's been tough for everyone. It's been tough for every single person. And today, I'm just so thankful that I have so many great friends in my life that I also we get to work with. You people. 
And I say work because this is our work. We're talking about sports. These comments, dude, like the people that are here rocking with us after the worst lot, like the most, the biggest bummer. It's 1230 a.m. in mountain time. We have people on the East Coast that are here with us. Like, yeah. Dude, it's incredible. Like, we love you people. You're the best. We're going to get drunk er here in a little bit. <laughs> and we're going to do it one. in your honor. And um, just so I don't lose all the good faith I felt like I built up with the, the fans. I'm not saying make a much. trade. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I'm just, right. I wanted to hear Adam react to it, but he's, he doesn't have time for it tonight. All right, everybody. Run it back. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a good one, everybody. Merry Christmas.